everyone. Welcome to Husky Talk Plus, featuring the hosts of the Husky Talk Podcast. I'm Jordan, and this is Randy and Presley. We are into day two of the Iditarod. Let's see how things have gone since yesterday's start in Willow. Here to show you the leaderboard are Matthew, Gretchen, and Geneva. Our top five this morning is Richie Deal, Travis Beals, Pete Kaiser, Wade Mars, and Aaron Burmeister. Last year's champion, Pete Kaiser, is currently in third place. This year's Yukon Quest champion is currently in 21st place. We are only two days in, and a lot can and will happen. Back to you, Randy. Thank you for the update. Now to Jalen and Jameson with our checkpoint check-in. Today's checkpoints, we are going to talk about our Yatna, Squatna, and Finger Lake. Yetna is 42 miles from the start. The trail is pretty, pretty flat to get here, and the checkpoint is located at the Yetna Roadhouse. The population here is eight. All mushers have gone through Yetna. After Yetna, mushers traveled 30 miles to Squatna, all on the Yetna River. The checkpoint is located at Joe Norma Dilia's home, at, also known as the post office. From Squatna, teams traveled 40 miles to Finger Lake. It's, it's not a tough section, but mostly uphill. Population of Finger Lake is a whopping two people. Now back to Jordan. Thank you for that checkpoint check-in. And now to our special Iditarod expert for Iditarod analysis. Thank you. <laughs> um, of course, we're in, we're in day two of the uh, race. Yesterday was the real start of the Iditarod held in Willow, Alaska. And um, the ceremonial start of the Iditarod was just a, uh, in, in, you know, if we dial back a little bit, the ceremonial start of the Iditarod was um, was absolutely beautiful. We had just snow falling throughout the race, uh, throughout that ceremonial start. Um, we had our teacher on the trail, Kelly. Um, Kelly was out there. She had a great time, and uh, we had a lot of uh, a lot of race fans. I would say the uh, the number of race fans was probably around five thousand. That was at, there at the start, and um, and that grew when we got to. Um, to Willow, we had race fans lined up all the way uh, across Willow Lake, and and it snowed and snowed and snowed over the course of two and probably two hours and fifteen twenty minutes. Uh, we had more than three inches fall on on us because we we measured it after after the uh, the race was over, and uh, that just gives you an idea of how much uh, snow has fallen. Uh, over the over the course of the, uh, the, um, the one one day twenty four hour period, uh, over a foot, almost eighteen inches of snow fell in Willow itself. And so, what what our mushers have right now as they go down the trail is is really uh, light snow that is being packed down, and of course that means that there's a, there's a lot of. Uh, uh, work that uh, they're having to do. The dogs. That's that's a different story. The dogs are uh, are, are fully. Uh, they've been training in this kind of weather uh, for the last several, I would say, um, weeks. And I think uh, every everybody that I talked to that is running this race said, you know, we've we've got this training in, so we're prepared for it. It's going to mean that the mushers, of course, are going to. It's snowing right now in uh, Anchorage. It's snowing in Willow still. And um, and out on the uh, out on the Alaska Range, uh, Finger Lake, which is one of the uh, one of the early checkpoints, we we have mushers that have, have made it in, and uh, and I think that um, in in uh, uh, Finger Lake, it's beautiful and clear, 
story and uh, really, really nice, nice early morning. I saw some some footage of um, this morning in, in, in uh, Finger Lake, and it was just absolutely beautiful. So Rainy Pass is, uh, is another milestone checkpoint for these mushers in the early part of this race. And uh, by that time, we'll, have, we'll know a lot more about, about uh, snow conditions and as well as um, trail conditions. This is one of the, uh, of the very few races that I can remember where we've had this much snow in critical areas of the race, including the Dolls Al Gorge, the Happy River Steps, and there are no tussocks uh, anywhere to be found because the snow has covered them. Uh, and when, once we get up to Nikolai and, and McGrath and onto Takatna, so that's all good news for the mushers and their teams. What are your thoughts on the current mushers? I mean, leaders. Oh, well, the current leaders are um, are, are typically uh, some of the very you know. I mean, they're they're taking they have their own pace. And oftentimes we look at that like Rich, Ricky Deal, Richie Deal, excuse me, for instance. You, you look at that, uh, you, you look at his time, and his time is spot on. I mean, this was what he intended to do. So, so I'm, not, I'm thinking that in all probability they're just right on, on, the, um, on their own race um, you know, track. I think that part of what these mushers are going to be doing throughout throughout the, uh, the entire race is looking at uh, their run-rest ratios because that's very, very important. Um, and, and you'll see that a number of mushers will be. Um, so you look right now at the, at the leaders, and you'll, and you'll see that there are, there are a lot of these mushers that, that are really um, moving ahead um, in, in about a 7 to 8-mile-per-hour uh, clip with their teams. That's a, that's a really good... Um, that's a really good run rest ratio for them because that those miles per hour that they're putting in right now allows them to uh, to rest better when when they do get to a place where they're going to stop or snack or something like that. So I, I think that uh, what we're seeing here is is really a, a race that is going to continue to evolve, and uh, probably the most important part of that. You know, if you look at our race standings right now, um, you have you have last year's number one musher um our champion peter kaiser he's already um you know he's he's in there are several people now in finger lake including pete uh travis beals richie deal of course i talked about him earlier wade mars who has an excellent team this year uh, kelly maxner aaron peck and Paige drobney if you go down to uh the top 10 there's three more this tom photo uh, Johansson and Aaron uh, Burmeister, as well as Lance Mackey. These, these are, um, th- these, all these mushers have uh, great backgrounds. Even though, you know, when you look at when you look at their backgrounds in the uh, Iditarod, some of them, you know, like Aaron, for instance, Aaron Peck, um, and uh, Tom Froda Johansson, who is a rookie this year, uh, but he has he has completed and has won several uh, races in Norway, including the Finmar Slopet and, the, um, and of course, the Fairman Lopet. So these are long-distance races, and he's, he's no stranger to long-distance racing. But um, we have a great field this year. Uh, Pete Kaiser, uh, it, it, it tells me that all of these dogs are really making a difference um, in, in, in their musher's ability to, um, to be able to manage 
the time and manage the intake. Every one of these dogs needs to be eating, you know, snacks and and uh, continuing to collect calories so that they can uh, so they can move forward. And so it's a real team effort. And when you have this much snow, you have to work as a team. Thank you for your time and the update. Thank you for your time, and thank you guys very much for everything you do uh, for us. So we really appreciate it. Now on to Sienna and Randy with the back of the pack. Hello. Let's not forget about our back of the pack mushers. Currently in the red lantern position is Casey Merringer. Casey is racing Matthew Failer's B team. We also have a handful of mushers at the Squetna checkpoint. Back to you, Randy. Thank you for the report on the back of the pack. Now to Maddie, Josie, and Frank with our question of the day. It's time for our Iditarod question of the day. We have an Iditarod trivia question for you to try to answer. If you know the answer, email us at Email us at huskytalk1 at gmail.com. Tomorrow we will give the answer and share the winners. Who won the first ever Iditarod? When was it and how long did it take? Good luck and email your answers before 11 a.m. Central Time tomorrow. Now back to you, Jordan. Don't forget to answer the Iditarod question of the day and email your answers to huskytalk1 at gmail.com. If you have any questions, feel free to email us as well. We don't have school tomorrow, so we will talk to you on Wednesday. Keep following the Iditarod. I did, I did, I did, I did a right trail.